Check, check, check. Yo, what's going on? You're locked into No Long Talk. It's me, Marvin Sparks, and today I'm joined by the Italian reggae superstar, Alborosi. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, fine. Thank you very much. It's, it's good to meet you. How, how's the weather treating you over here? All very good. Very nice and warm. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. So, you've got... We'll start with the song, single. So, you got the single out of road, um, Contradiction, with um, Chronics. Um, how did that collaboration come about? Well, you know, like I have a recording studio and Chronics like the vibe in there because I have a lot of vintage equipment and stuff. So, and I recorded actually two songs from the album, from Chronics' album. One of them is um, Ghetto Paradise. Okay, yeah. It was recorded in my studio. At least, at least like the, the, the drum, the keyboard, the, the, the rhythm section. And, um, and so, like, you know, the link is there. Jamaica, small, small country, you know. We know each other, everything, musicians, it's just small circle. So easy to do collaboration and stuff. Yeah. For sure. And I mean, you've got the um, Unbreakable is the name of the new album. Yes. Um, and it's with Whalers United yes. that you made it with, which I'm sure must have been a, a great pleasure for you. How did that link up come about? Well, I, I, I work with um, Tyrone Downey a lot. Um, you know, we do a lot of projects and stuff. And um, after we recorded like a bunch of rhythms and stuff, I link up with uh, Aston Junior, which is family man's son. He played the drums and the bass. And um, so it, it kind of started to sound wheelerish until I said to Tyrone, say, yo, why we don't bring back like a concept like Alpha Blondie did like 30 years ago? Him do type of Alpha Blondie and the wheelers. I never like and the whalers, so I just meet the whalers united, more appropriate for me. And so we, we did like, we spoke to Family Man, we spoke to Junior Marvin, after a little bit of politics, you know, because, you know, the whaler situation, but we did it. And that's it, June 29th, Unbreakable Album, Alba Rosie meets the whalers united. And I mean, what kind of techniques would you say you would you used as far as like did was it a lot of um, convincing to get everyone to come back together again or no 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 absolutely not even because Aston Junior it was really like you know he's one of the main player you know the thing and and Tyrone is a good friend of mine and whatever it was more like you know like they they didn't really do work together a long time it was more like for them to get used to the idea of putting back together the machine too, you know, and just make it work, you know. Most definitely. Um, and what would you say you learned from working with them? Well, I learned a style. You know, I learned a lot from Slan Robbie, from Roots Radix, and now I learned a lot from the Wheelers. So it's, it's, this, my story is completed now. Like, I feel like I learned dub from King Jammies. Yes, So... I did quite a lot of work with a lot of people in Jamaica. I, I feel satisfied now. I can't say, yo. Um, You've completed the game. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, it's not easy to name your favorite Bob Marley Whalers song. But, like, right now, if I was to ask you, which song would you say had, like, the most profound effect on you, like... Which one would you say it was? Well, right now it's guiltiness. Okay, that's interesting, because that's on Exodus, isn't it? Yes. So right now it's guiltiness. Because it's a topic where 
is still relevant now, you know. And what about when you were younger, what one would you say, when you were like, maybe like turning on to like playing reggae or getting into reggae? What, what would you say? My song is definitely Buffalo Soldier. Okay. That's my, my song right there. For sure. And jamming and you know, but Buffalo Soldier is is my uh, my tune. That when Buffalo Soldier play, sometimes you know I drive in to go to the country, like from Kingston to Portland. And when I just listen to Buffalo Soldier while I'm driving, I just that that song that really captured the the Africa, the Jamaica, going to the United States is a story. But is a the, the the sounds of it is like the foundation of it really to me capture is a vision is a picture that. I love to, you know, it's a vision where I like to, 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 what you call it now, to, to capture inside of me while, you know, and driving and stuff, yeah. Okay, and on this one, it's more singing than usual, I would say. Um, and obviously, in recent times, you've been more like rubber dub sound, but this one is obviously more the one drop sound. So what was it that inspired that direction? Well, um, when I started with my Robert of Sound, uh, very few artists, they, they embraced that. And also producers in Jamaica used to tell me, say, oh, this is European reggae, this is not really what we do and what we like and whatever. But I stick to my vision. And now to see, like, so many youths, they might endorse the Robert of style. is like, you know, so I, <clears throat> somehow I feel... In, in some part responsible for, for, for the for what is going on now because like the Robert of Sound is relevant in Europe and many youths them from Jamaica they they they, they 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 watch the European thing, you know, and and channel their vision towards the Robert of direction. But then now for this album I said to myself, No, I, I can't go back and do a Robert of album and I did it. I I did it a lot. Uh, I can't say I overdo it, but you know, so I need to move on to to a different type of sound. You no, know, you know, I have the wheelers there, the you know, the the teachers when it comes to the one drop sound and whatever. So, uh, so that was the way to go, the the one drop, and also now the singing part now. Sorry, can I just hold you? Right? Yeah. Is that why if we go over there? Yeah. So because there's wind interference. Yeah, because the wind's a bit mad here. Yeah. But yeah, so, so you were saying with the singing? Yeah, the singing part now is like, you know, I've been DJing for like years and I can sing. So we decided to, to slow down a little bit, slow down the melody, open it up to get a little like a sing jay approach. And the thing that I like is that um, after so many years of gravitate around one style I'm still able to explore utilizing my vocals and do something completely different from what I've been doing so that versatility kind of helped me with a creative process when yeah. it comes to the album and I'm sure it makes it more interesting for you as well yes definitely and I um, mean um, would you say that like right now there's like one song that stands out to you as like Obviously, all songs are great yes. to you, but is there one right now that is the one that's on loop? Because you know, like artists will always have one favorite at a particular point of time. Is there one for you right now? Well, uh, because I'm a producer, musician, whatever, there's songs that I 
really like love because of the production or the sound itself yeah and maybe songs that i like oh i i vice it or whatever so when it comes to production i really like um live conscious okay because i really captured that whaler sound that you know like I took a picture of the whaler sound and then I post it, you know. Yeah. I really capture that that sound. And then now, when it comes to the singing, now I like the table astern because I really feel that topic. I really feel that song, there and you can't hear it. But also the unforgiven, you know, the vocals are very powerful because I really that is a topic that you know very close to me. So I really push it with, and you can't hear it from the, from the voice. Okay, and this has been like about what twenty-five years that you've been an artist, is it? Yes. I mean, did you ever imagine twenty-five years ago that you would be in the position that you're in now and have achieved the things that you've achieved? I mean, you said you've worked with Radic, Roots Radix, with Sly and Robbie. You've learned the sound, King Jammy, now Whalers. Is that anything that was just like beyond your wildest dreams? I kind of find it hard to imagine like a. A youth from Italy that is now in England doing interview with you and talking about so much, so much experience and stuff. So, but somehow I live my my life by the day. So I don't really make plans, but I let the natural flow of life, you know, just come through myself and you know take the, 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 the take the natural course and, and and reach where it's supposed to go. So. I could never imagine that, but we all have a mission, no? so we have to accomplish the mission. We all have a, everything to me personally is designed. Everything is a part of a plan, and this is my plan. And I mean, do you have plans like going forward? Have you thought about that yet? Like, I mean, as you said, you've worked with everyone that you wanted to work with. Like, where do you see going next? Well, I don't, I don't even think about it right now. <laughs> I'm just, I just finished with this album and we're promoting it and whatever. We're just touring and the next move, I don't show about the next move. I, I live my life. I have a beautiful family, you know. I enjoy myself and this is this is it for me. And you know what it must be, you know, will be. Yeah, for sure. And as you said, you've got a family, but you also do touring. Um, how do you find? that like working together like going on touring and obviously being away from your family how do you navigate that well but usually i bring my family with me okay and this time around around i couldn't do it but usually they come with me i bring my son all over the world my son has been on tour from in the belly okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah so he will know he has school and whatever and so yes next tour you know he'll be here yeah um I can't remember exactly which song, please excuse me, but there was one about social media that you talk about. Yeah. I mean, what are your thoughts on social media? Because obviously when you started 25 years ago, there was none of that. Obviously now it's quite a big thing. Um, what, what's your like take on it? Like both the good and the bad, because I'm sure it has both sides. Um, you know, the, the song is Under Control. That's the one. Yeah, from the Unbreakable album. And social media is very good. I mean... In life, everything is good. It, it depends, like, oh, you, you don't have to abuse it. Don't abuse social media. Don't abuse money. Don't abuse... In life, when you abuse something, that is when it turns bad. Mm. You, have to take, you have to take everything in a capsules. So social media is a very important, 
means of communication, expose you. You can finally broadcast yourself, expose your talent, expose what you have to it, you know, what you have there. And just don't utilize it for lie. Don't utilize it for trick people to lie. Like, try to be yourself. And eventually, you know, your personality will come across and, and people will endorse it or bring you down. That's life. We all have a mission and we are all part of a plan. So, but social media, I love it personally. I mean, we as artists now, we utilize it to promote our music, our message, our vision. And, and so I utilize it in a, in a good way. Obviously, there's people utilize it in a bad way or to bad mind or to bring down or to just whatever. But I am the good one. Mm, yeah. I'm one of them, so I'm cool. And now, obviously, when you first started your career, you were living in Italy. Now you're living in Jamaica. Yes. Um, how would you say the two have shaped your career? So how did it, living in Italy and hearing reggae from afar, so to speak, help you at that point? And how would you say now living in Jamaica has given you like a different... Well, in Italy I was a child. Yeah. In Jamaica, I'm a man. Okay. <laughs> Jamaica, rougher. So you can't be a child in Jamaica. Okay. Even when you're young in Jamaica, you're still rough. For sure. So Jamaica is a school. It's a, people, they have a, a little edge there that you have to learn fast. You know, that's real. That's a street life, you know. And the people, you know, Jamaica is a poor country, so people are sharp, you know, rough people. You know, you have to know if you deal with it. In Italy, everything kind of smooth, you're protected. It's like, you know, you're in, in mama's bed, you know, you're like, mama cook for you and whatever. So, but when I, I left Italy, I was very young still, so. How was it? How old were you? When, at first, when I went to Jamaica first, I was like 18. Oh, okay, I didn't realize yeah. it was that long. Yeah, and then, but I, I, I went there as a tourist, so for four or five years. Then I moved there, like I was 24, I moved to Jamaica. So oh, okay. I, was, I was pretty young. Yeah, yeah. So I, I learned a lot from that time. And how would you say... Yeah, so I guess you wouldn't really know much before it in terms of making music then, would you? Because you were there. Oh, well, I started in Italy. Yeah, yeah. And then I I mastered the craft now in Jamaica. Yeah. Learning with the greatest people, you know? And how would, what, what kind of things would you say as, like, you've learned being in Jamaica that you wouldn't have learned in Italy? That have, like, enhanced your, your, um, your ability to make the music? Well, in Jamaica, I learned how to be a different person. If I, if I would live in Italy, no, I wouldn't be the same, the same person. In Jamaica, really, as I said to you, Jamaica have a really like street approach. Like, I really somehow I, I have to I have to use a word that I don't know if it's the right one, but somehow I I learn how to be gangster. Oh, okay. <laughs> but when I say gangster, it doesn't mean like somebody that do bad but a little bit youngster you know like you're know, like so that you're not a pushover isn't it you know like yeah you know like I can walk the streets I mean London and Paris and whatever and I know what to do you know like it's a it's a life where in Jamaica teach you how to be you know awake so yeah, you're not yeah. sleeping you know you, you know things you know for move you understand you know for flex yeah and I mean do you keep up with like European politics because I mean obviously we in Britain are on our way to like Brexit. Oh, you guys mad, yo. You guys, there's <laughs> something wrong with you guys, yo. I mean, I'm not talking about everybody, but whosoever vote for this this thing, yo. 
I mean, this is the new world, man. This is new time. Like, we come together, we exchange. You know, you go to Paris, you go to Germany. You guys want out and do what? Mm. It's crazy. I am really worried about certain people. But guess what? This is just... These people, they're getting the video light right now. They're under the video light. It's their time now. Mm. Yeah? Because it was our time. Now it's their time. But after this time for them, the world is going to be a new world. Because yeah. we're going to bring back the unity and the love. We're going to bring back the... We're going to open the, the, the barriers. Because there's no time. There's no space and time for these people. The world is a social media. You turn on the social media, you see all kind of people on social media. That's why they call it social media. People watch every race, every people. People are watch, you know, everything, every just... It's a global world. Mm. There is no time for division. They hide it behind the immigration. You know, they hide it behind the people they come from. You know, North Africa, try to whatever. They hide it behind that. But the reality is that the people, they want to be free. Mm. And they don't have no choice but open the gates. They try to close it now. They speak. We're going to speak in about five, seven years. And you'll see how the gate is going to be well open. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, reggae has always been something that has spoken about truth and right. So is that something that you feel you put into the music? Well, reggae come from the revolution and it is a revolutionary music. So I don't see reggae being different from that. Mm. If, if, if you're a reggae artist and you're not really into the social, into the political and social aspect of life, yeah, that's the wrong music. Just going a pop music. Yeah, for real. Um, I want to talk to you a bit more about because obviously we spoke about the Chronics um, collaboration. Obviously, Raging Fire on the opening track. Uh, you've also got Jacure on there and Jay Book. But I want to talk about Barry Hammond. I'm someone that grew up in the '90s and Barry Hammond used to play in every single party, and that's that's the man. Um, what was it like for you working with Barry and? Um, what could you say, like, Beres meant to you as, like, a reggae artist? Well, Beres is a legend. He's a teacher. Mm. In Jamaica, we listen to Beres every day. You know, Beres always play on the radio. You know, the countryside, when you drive, you hear Beres. And Beres is like, whoa, you know, Beres is one of the greatest. And to me, it was an honor, pleasure. I was very lucky to work with him in the studio to share that recording experience with him and what can I say it just it just I'm so blessed and how would you say that he worked like compared to like different artists but like no, well not necessarily compared to other artists but like what would you say was like okay so Beres works like this kind of thing in the studio but Beres is such a big artist that him do anything him feel like and him have the right to do it yeah after so much years after so much experience Beres, you know, open the mic and maybe sing like two lines and then go and watch the TV and then sing a next line and him have the right to do so. Because mm. he deserve it. Yeah, for sure. And he's a legend. So when you work with these people and it's you working around them, you know, them now work around you. Mm. And I, I, I give him that credit. I, 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 maybe when I'm going to be at Beres age and whatever one day, you know, like I will do the same. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> yeah. sure. And it's obviously worked for him. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we've spoken about like the 70s 
and the 80s um, I want to talk to you a bit about the 90s so to me in style sometimes your style is reminiscent of Bujo Banton and I would say that he seems like that was someone that you respected as an artist growing up as well um, is that correct? Uh, not really 100% like Bojo is uh, definitely is an inspiration. Yeah. Great artist in terms of vocally, like. Yeah, see, that's what I would say mainly. He's part of the school that I respect the most, like the the Shabarangs, Terra Fabulous, the Bojo Bantan, you know, the the raspy, rough voice. That's my, that's what I like. I like that sound there because I find it very tribal, very contaminated from you know from from Africa I would say with the you know the, the rough vice and whatever that's what I like so I'm more inspired not by Bujo himself but more that the category of the sound and the vocal you know them artists have that roughness I'm inspired by that okay but obviously yes Bujo Banton is a is one of my favorite artists but you know, but not directly inspire me like that. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was more like the voice and the style of delivery certain yeah, times. Style, yeah, the style definitely. Like, but that is a school, no? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, Shabaranks. Mm. That's the that deep gravel yeah, deep, baritone yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, also, like one of the labels. Well, there's two. I would say big, like reggae labels. Um, I would say you had like Penthouse that was like great with but mainly like on the lover's side but I'd say like Exterminator was the bigger one on the root side were you a fan of like Exterminator stuff and what was it that you liked about them um I th- if I have to be honest with you the the, the 90s now the, the sounds of the 90s never really um catch me like that because okay. it was like more computerized and the, the one drop was very static like you know because it was a computer sound okay i'm really more into the 80s and the 70s and then the 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 from the 2005 up when the when the drum came back back. when the yeah when the studio recording with musician came back yeah so i really like the live music the reggae live reggae okay um the 90s computerized thing never really you know i at that time i still was listening to to the to the 70s and 80s. 70s and 80s, yeah. Sure, sure. Um, what song was it now? There was another one. Um, it was one of the later tracks in the album where you said, um, Mother told me don't bother with no locks. That's the Jacure song. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Sorry about that. Mystical reggae. There we go. Um, so, I'm guessing that's based on like reality then? No, not that because my mother always supportive. My parents, they are two amazing people. They always, if I love something, they love it. Okay. And they're incredible. They never put any limitation when it comes to people, like when it comes to cultures. And, and they just, if from you love it, they endorse it. Okay. It's just so that, yeah, I wrote the song with... Um, Angel Doulas okay, yeah. from from Kingston. He worked a lot with Bounty Killer. Yeah, yeah, from a long time. Yeah, and that is a line from Angel, you know, because I, it is a song that we wrote together. Mm-hmm. But that particular line, he wrote that. Okay, but I mean, I guess it's more of a general statement, anyway. Yeah, you know, in Jamaica, like we describe more like a a little lifestyle in Jamaica. When Mama tell us, "Yo, nobody with them locks thing and they smoke this spliff and whatever," and, and you know, so it was just a. A line that it sounds it's just to give you the vision of, you know, 
the youth and whatever. So, you know, when we remember when reggae, Ram, all the dance, them and Mama tell you don't know, but with the locks and the pants and shirt, like mismatch and yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, what, how would you say the treatment of like Rasta is like in 2018? Would you say? I don't know, not necessarily accepted, but it's like much better than it was when you were first in Jamaica. Oh yeah, well that's the thing right now, Jamaica is quiet, you know. Okay. There's no major problem around and Rasta they're very quiet right now. You know, may not see them really you know, active like, you know, maybe like years ago or whatever. Everything kinda quiet right now. Okay. Alright, so wrapping up now. Uh, obviously the album comes out June the 29th it's called Unbreakable with Whalers United um, if you were to tell someone who's obviously never heard about Alborosi before like what would you say about the album well the album is very good yeah definitely and we must agree that in life good things are supposed to be exposed for sure. So go listen to the album and you will not regret it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right then. Thank you very much. Respect. All right. Bless.